to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his pal, Dave Damashek. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast. Cousin Sal coming to you, spaghetti meatballs behind the glass, babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess, and I'm here with my good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. The day after, I don't know why I've lost my voice. I didn't have a horse in the race or whatever that was. Red Sox, Yankees. Yankees are done. Six to two. They're out. I watched the game at uh, Tony P's with spaghetti and meatballs and baby face Joel Solomon. I have to say, Shaq, your boy Spaghetti, I have not watched a game with him before. It's certainly not one of this importance. He spent half the game with his head in his hands and um, the other half with his head in uh, uh, brisket nachos. But it was uh, it was sad. It was very sad what went on. <laughs> well, listen, with all respect to the Yankees fans out there, obviously you've had plenty to celebrate over the course of your life. So, too, of Red Sox fans, mm. unless you are of a certain age. My old man, I got to tell you, you know this, Sal. Mm. If he sees a Red Sox logo, it is uh, the strongest magnet known to man. He will <laughs> go and bend your ear for the next hour at least, and they'll right. be like, I'm not really a Red Sox fan. I am. Uh, I, I just got the ball cap, and no matter, he's telling you stories about Ted Williams and on, and I watched with him literally half his life ago. Mm -hmm. Um, In 1978, he always, of my earliest sports memories, the old man taking me to to see Pitt football, Tony Dorsett and the Steelers and everything. So in 78, when he said, we got to watch this Red Sox game, I assumed that that was our team. (laughs) <laughs> and I ended up heartbroken when Yaz popped out to Greg Nettles there in 78. Oh, really? You and know, then you were a Pirate 40, fan just a year later. To watch a year later, I jumped ship. Yes. Yeah, oh, I backed up. So he stuck with the Red Sox. And despite four rings and Mookie and, uh, and Aaron Boone and all of that, he is just still desperate to beat the Yankees. So, listen, whatever happens to him going forward, I'm glad the old man got over on the – I'm well, the Yankees in a one-game play. Well, that's good. But I'll say, watching last night, and I was like, all right, I'm relieved. The parlay kid, Brother Bry, all these a-hole Yankee fans, I don't have to deal with them. And then, But then I remember, like, and not that I had forgotten at all, but, oh, the, the Henches and the Simmons and uh, and all those other Red Sox fans that we deal with. My God. Uh, just the worst. Daniel, the worst, the worst, the worst. So now we're all Rays fans for the next few days. Alien How you feeling? versus Predator. Spaghetti, you doing okay the day after here? I, I am not doing well uh, at all. Um, I, I don't know. I was thinking about it after our lovely hangout, Sal, and like what the issue is and people want to blame Cole. It's like, okay, cool. We gave him 324 million, but if we didn't, someone else would have, and he pretty much got us there. He was the only non-injured starter to get us uh, in, the, in the rotation. So I, I can't really blame him. And also, if you told me that he's going to be taken out, uh, giving up three runs, well, if the Yankees weren't going to score three runs or more then it's the offense's fault. So um, it's just one of those scenarios where I don't know what the fix is. I mean, you know, we traded for a gal who wasn't great for us, but am I upset by giving up those prospects? No, not really because the prospects are meaningless. So, you know, DJ LeMahieu, obviously the hernia. I don't know. I don't know what the fix is. They fire Boone. So what the managers in baseball are just robots at this point. It's all based on analytics. It's so funny. Spaghetti yeah. was yelling. He was getting in arguments with Yankee fans after the game. They're like, Boone's got to go. And he's like, it's not Boone's fault. And then someone else is like, oh, what the hell, Cole? He's like, oh, Cole got us there. I'm like, oh, boy. There's really uh, – and I know it's an emotional – I would say, like, um, you're a young Yankee fan, uh, Spaghetti. This is probably one of the worst losses you've, you've uh, endured, right? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, losing to the Sox in a one-game playoff because – you know, I have seen some people say stuff like, well, if the Yankees did get in, like they're a team you probably don't mm-hmm. want to face in a series. And that's true. I mean, I'm not going to complain about the rules of baseball. It is what it is. You got to you got to win the playing game to get there. And if the Yankees won one more game, they could have been at home for this one. If they won a few more, they, obviously, I mean, they had to deal with the whole COVID thing. So many injuries, like 91 wins for this team is underachieving and overachieving at the same time, because on paper, they should win over 100 games. But if you look back and see what happened with the injuries and like all the COVID stints, getting to 91 after their first half of the season is pretty impressive. So I, I don't know. This is all right. just, I'm happy for it. I have a million, million bad thoughts. 91 wins. <laughs> Why are you know. laughing, Martin? Why is this amusing it, to you? It is it's something about when spaghetti gets going and he starts <laughs> answering his own questions that always makes me laugh. <laughs> like, I don't know what it, it's like. Should we fire the minute? Doesn't matter. Managers are robots in baseball anyway. Am it's, I upset? Maybe. Maybe. But yeah. I might be upset. <laughs> <laughs> Baby face Joel Solomon. Underachieved at the same Wait. time. It just, it just always makes me laugh. Sorry. It's not here. laughing at him. It's just with him. 
Can this no, team? Nine, what's with the chemistry here? Nine goddamn teams. Nine goddamn NL teams outscored the Yankees this season. That's without a DH. That's insane. And I mean, Martin and the receptionist at work have more chemistry than this team. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's no goddamn chemistry. All of them. All of them. <laughs> it's like four of them. I yeah, sat I in that parking lot for 15 minutes and, and just sat there. This This is... I'm done with the NL playoffs. With the playoffs, this is. <laughs> He's done with the NL playoffs. Oh, the NL, it didn't I'm, even start oh, yet, technically. All right. I can't even. I'd watch like to tonight. remind uh, Joel. I'd like to remind Joel that he was uh, born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, not in New York City. This diehard Yankee stuff is weird. Um, if you are a Yankees fan, it almost is more Red Soxy or Cubsy or whatever. You know. I, everybody, I, it's remarkable how fast it's. I guess it's the product of being an A, of, of being the parent of an A <coughs> student for all these years, which is mm-hmm. rooting for the Yankees. You're supposed to win, and when you don't, it's devastation. Somebody brought home, that your kid brought home a B plus, and the sky mm-hmm. is falling. But I mean, Giancarlo's two swings, oh, uh, you know. Those two, those two balls fly a little higher over that green monster. It may be in a different yard. It's a completely different story. I, mean, I know it has to go. In, I know, the, yeah, I know it has to go over the fence. But I really think it should be up to the you know eighty-five year old announcer if he sees it as a home run. Then it's a home run. Why are they? Why are we screwing around here? Let's let but I mean, go. the second one, the second swing when it left the bat didn't. I mean, I, I I can't imagine what it was like surrounded by other people. I was it watching like alone, but yeah, it looked. Like I mean, you, you, everybody in the joint must have figured that was a go ball, right? For sure. For sure. But then uh, and then, tie you game know, at that point. I don't know what to think. You could blame Boone. You could blame Nevin. And Boone certainly had his opportunity to turn this team around. But uh, I don't want to bottom line it here. But thirty six million dollar a year pitcher needs to get it done. And those bats were stifled early. So it, for this one game, I think that's where you that's where you uh, place blame. But baseball is in a little bit of trouble if the Dodgers don't win tonight, right? Like, Hench was on minus three talking about Yankees, Dodgers, 27-1 odds on FanDuel. You can get them to meet up in the World Series. You can't get that anymore. You probably could, I mean, if you ask around, but you'd be stupid to take it. The Yankees are done. The Dodgers could be done, too. We'll get to that uh, a little later. We're also going to get to Bumper Pool. You know him. Arkansas, Razorback linebacker. He's our NLI guy. NIL guy, NLI. I made something Name, up. Name, image, likeness, Sal. You please. know it, Jack. That's what you know, it is. We gave yes, him some loot, you. and we're going to get his name out, and he's going to get ours out, and he's going to check in with us in a few minutes. I do want to say for FanDuel, I was looking at this. Someone cashed a same game parlay. This is insane. The odds were plus 49,534. Kyle Schwarber hits a home run. Anthony Rizzo hits a home run. Xander Bogarts hits a home run, and Gene Carlos Stanton hit a home run, and they all happened. But how much this guy or woman must have been losing their mind with the Stanton at bats, right? You should have had two, then you finally get one. It paid twenty four thousand eight hundred and seventeen dollars and forty nine cents. Good job by you. I'm not even sure who this says. It says at would, would you look so uh, on no. Twitter. So I don't know who that is, but uh, wow, that is something else. Fifty thousand to one check. We got to hit one of those. Sweet Jesus, that's amazing. I I don't know if it was fifty thousand to one, but I do want to say in defense of Phil Nevin, I understand the circumstance. You don't send the runner at, in that spot, but mm-hmm. Bogart's play was dynamite. It, it got glossed over oh, a little yeah. bit too quickly. Like did 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 uh, the third base coach make a mistake sending him? It obscures the fact. I mean, that was that was so lightning quick. How quick he. I mean, uh, uh, me swooning over uh, what a, a, you know, a superhuman athlete did. But, I mean, really, he turned the ball and flipped it on the dime quicker and the than throw is great. If, the throw is a foot, if it's a foot right. to the right, they, it's got to be a swipe tag, and then it's 50-50, and Nevin's like, oh, my God, that's aggressive uh, calling on the base pads there, you know? Um, yeah, I, that, that was rough. That took the air out of him. Oh, boy, Tony Pease was up. Uh, tables being flipped on that one. I wish I had recorded that. Instead, I only got a couple of stills of spaghetti with his uh, dejected with his head down on the table. Well, You'll get them next year. Uh, Dodgers, Cardinals. Well, let's go. Let's do that now. I think we might as well. All it's right. not a f- right. Dodgers, Cardinals. Dodgers minus two thirty-five. The take back for the Cardinals is plus one ninety-four. The over/under is seven and a half. Um, you know, this is not a fresh take, but the Dodgers shouldn't be in this game. They just shouldn't. One hundred and six is too many wins, Shaq. I don't know how you feel about this, but 
I don't think, I certainly don't think the Giants should have to play the winner of this, right? That's not giving the the Giants a break if you're so into a uh, division winner should, you know, be get get some kind of uh, leverage here. But 106, I don't know. I think we, we in every other facet, we appreciate the regional differences. They're acknowledged, right? Like we get more electoral votes here in California because we have a ton more people than all, all the Dakotas combined. I think there's 11 Dakotas. Uh, and that works out great. No one disagrees with that politically, right? No, but I, I honestly, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, they have to fix this. They're not going to fix it before tonight. I'm going Dodgers in the over. Uh, perfect 11-0 in Scherzer starts. Nine of them coming by two or more runs. I think he had 13 strikeouts against the Cardinals. He's pitched game seven in the World Series, won his last three postseason decisions. Uh, Wainwright, Betts hitting 500 against him. Turner hitting 333 against him. That's Justin Trey hitting 357. Cardinals lost three out of five down the stretch, as hot as they were with that 17-game uh, streak. But I'm going Dodgers and the over on a parlay. Sheck? First of all, I can't believe you say I don't know how you feel about this. Of course, I don't like, I, I, you know, one game playoffs and all this jive. The Dodgers shouldn't be in the postseason, period. I advocate that you have one pennant winner on both sides, have them play a best of nine like they used to in 1920, and that would be that. But, of course, fan engagement trumps and TV ratings Well, but the only reason that, I you know. don't know how you feel about it is because you're a little skittish about giving Georgia and Alabama a bid into a Final Four when they're clearly the two best teams. No, I'm, I'm being consistent, right? Whoever wins the SEC gets the one and only bid out of the SEC. Oh, you're they saying the Dodgers I mean, shouldn't uh, be in the playoffs, you're saying? Is yeah, that what I mean, that's the way oh. the cookie crumbled. It's unfortunate. Oh, you know, you're a You know where else okay. we saw this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, wait, wait. What are we? What are we still swooning about? Maybe I just am, but I mean, there were there were songs sung before, um, before the game last night about the seventy-eight one-game playoff and Fenway and all the import of Bucky Dent and everything else. That is owed to the fact that you only got one team from that division into the postseason. That's what that that's what's juicy. It, it's unfortunate. So, you, so if, if, if you are the second best team in baseball and you happen to be in the same division with the best team in baseball, but that's the way it goes. But, so but I, there I are a lot of unfortunate Dodgers, tragedies, up. but the, 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 that could be avoided because this is baseball and we can make rules. But if you went into the season and says, "Look, Dodgers, you can go 161 and one." But if the Giants go 162 and oh, sorry, you're out. Sheck says that's it. I know that doesn't add that up. That is how I feel. Play that's a, you just hit the nail on the head. If you happen, if the I'm going to hit a nail on your head. You this is the, insane. This is insane. So they should just. I will. So the so the we, Dodgers should try to get out of this division then for the next few years and then just try to get back in because that's no, they won the, that, by the way they've won the division take, eight years in a row or whatever it's been so it, it's not like uh they they've fallen on uh hard luck or anything it's everybody else with the you oh, know I, I thought it was by the way striking when a rod advocated for the red Sox and yankees in the division there and like hey the rays are smarter than you there's nothing you can do about that you have to lean on your superpower of just outspending everybody which is funny and the dodgers are in a funny spot with that they do a nice job of growing their mm. own but they also um cash in on the the max scherzers and trey turners in the world so that so give me the dodgers um with the running my pick though is scherzer is the latest guy who they brought in but talk about homegrown Corey seager continues what he started or finished Mm-hmm. In the 2020 postseason, when he was the MVP, he picks up. I like the narrative of like Corey Seager still the clutch bat for them. He goes yard in Dodger Stadium in the Dodgers victory. Corey Seager home run plus 380. Okay, that's your pat. And I'm sorry, I barely heard what you said. I mean, I, I just don't understand, Martin, why he wants to kill sports. He doesn't want any of the good teams in the playoffs. Well, he just uh, part of it is, I mean, isn't it this all the controversy drives it, right? And isn't the same thing that happens in the NFL if you have. Uh, when the Saints went to Seattle and they played seven and nine Seattle, it's worse in baseball. It's just such a long season. You're putting up 106 wins. It's just it just seems worse. I don't know. Am I baby face? Do you have anything to say here? That's what. Tra- that's what. But Martin it's, is it's, exactly right. I don't even know which side you're on here, Martin. <laughs> but you're making my point for me either way, which is to say the drama is is at its highest because of this. You you win that many games and you don't even get to play. In the postseason, that sucks. That's drama. You that's could have heat, high drama. That's rivalry and, just, and everything just, else. Just that's what we love about game, sports. You, everything could be a one-game playoff, and you have the most drama you could ever create. It's not about having drama. There's got to be. It's got to be fair too, right? Well, college basketball has that. It Why don't they play one inning? March. 
but you um, get three pitches. If you can, whoever hits it furthest. That's no, I, I fundamentally fair. like. Do I like it? Not. I don't care too much about it. Like I would hate it if if it was my team. Like I hated watching the Saints having to go after winning eleven games only because well, I, I think the Falcons won twelve that year and they ended up winning the division. Like and, you know, obviously they were the two best teams in the NFC that whole time. But then you go up to Seattle and you have the Beastquake run. It's one of the most iconic plays in NFL history and one that still. You know, I see it, and I, All right. I, I feel know, like Spaghetti fine. did yesterday. Martin, Fo- smart. Fo- wow, I love Martin. He's such a smart guy for a young fella. He really gets it. He gets what's great about sports. Look, there's no four out of seven in football. I get it. So it has to be single elimination. If you don't show up on that particular Sunday, so be it. That's how it is. But baseball is based on series. It's a, it's a season full of series. All right, I don't know if I can't convince you. If you don't think the Dodgers belong in the playoffs, I don't know what to tell you. I do think your point has valid. It's valid, though. Baseball is serious with three games at a time, four games. Thank you. That does make sense. It's it's weird, but also. Thank you, Martin, for saying I make sense. I'm here for the drama playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, extrapoints.com slash arcade. Uh, It's going to have a baseball um, quiz. It has an NFL prop uh, contest that Brad Heyman won. Now, nobody knows him because he's just some guy who entered this contest. He got 13 out of 15. I say his name like people are going to know him. Good job by you, Brad. You win that. Austin Miller wins our prop quiz contest. He got 6 out of 10. And Cousin Sal Icano, 13 out of 19 in the college pool. I won that. Uh, Hundreds of people joined, which is crazy. It's against the spread. So it's 19 games and you're like, okay, I'm like, I'm not giving it a ton of thought. I'll be honest with you. But why this is um, particularly interesting is on against all odds every week, we pick three or four college games on Friday. I'm one and nine in my last 10. I don't know how I went 13 and 19. We got to figure this out. Hmm. Um, (laughs) But anyway, there you go. Uh, 13 out of 19. I win. I get a nice prize. Um, I'm happy for that. So, like I said, this week's football contests are live. We'll have an MLB one up uh, later in the day. Fan, uh, sorry, extrapoints.com slash arcade, extrapoints.com slash arcade. All right, our guy, let's bring him in. Oh, this he's going to be a great one to ask about exactly what we're talking about here, Sal, <laughs> is the merit of winning your conference, even if it's the mighty SEC. Should second place get the move on? Well, I can't wait. Let's talk to Bumper about it. I mean, there's 75 good teams in that conference. I think I know what he's going to say. What's happening, Bumper? Bumper pool, Arkansas Razorback, dynamite linebacker. He's on with us. We loved him. We fell in love with his name. And we want to get his name out, and we uh, tasked him to get our name out. What's going on, Bumper? I'm much. How y'all doing? Well, I feel like we jinxed you. You guys were undefeated, and then uh, you signed on with us. And then, uh, you know, you lost a close one to Georgia. What was it, 37 nothing? I'm sorry. I think we, we just need to apologize. Yeah, no, I mean, that that's a good football team. I don't think it was any, you know, extra point um, jinx by any means. Oh, okay. Okay, good. Because you could back out 37 now. I, I points. <laughs> yeah, 37 extra points. You had 11 <laughs> tackles. I got to say, I, I'm excited. Every Saturday, people sending me highlights of Bumper's tackles. He had 11. He has 49 overall. And, uh, yeah, so that must have been a rough one. But um, you, seem to, you seem to play all the way through, which uh, we appreciate. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a good football team. We're not discouraged by any means, but, you know, there's no quit over here. Now, you're at Ole Miss this week. It doesn't get easy. Well, I guess it gets a little easier. They got blown out by Alabama, but there's another tough one. Matt Corral is second in the Heisman odds. Do you, are you watching tape on him all week? What do you do to try to get an advantage over a guy like this who just slings it, has a great arm, and um, sees everyone open better than uh, most of the fellas out there? Yeah, I mean, Ole Miss runs our similar offense, so I mean, we're kind of going against him every day. He's obviously, you know, Heisman, you know, front runner or whatnot, but – this defense, it creates challenges. It makes you have to be pay, like patient and disciplined. And so we're going to try to make him, um, you know, take the underneath route all right. Yeah. Bumper, you, uh, you are the representative of the SEC here on Extra Points, so you have to answer this tough question. I, I And by the way, as we go forward with you, can't wait to hear your thoughts on Corral after seeing him up close and getting your Heisman um, pick there. But in the meantime, let's say Georgia and Bama – both are undefeated, and they play in the title game. And do you think, without really engaging in Big Ten and Cincinnati and all that, do you what do you think of both of them 
taking up two of the four available slots in the final four. Is that the right thing to do? I think the the four best teams should be picked. And, you know, we played Georgia, um, and I definitely believe that they're the best of the four. You know, we're going to get a taste of Alabama in our, sec- our, our, last, our second to last game. And, you know, I'm sure they're going to probably be just as good. And if they're if we feel how they look on uh, on tape, then, yes, I believe there's probably should be two. That's very diplomatic. That's the answer. I believe the four best teams should be in the playoffs. That's exactly the answer. Check. And then you <laughs> well, have to. But how do the, we, the, the but football. Bumper, how do we measure who's best when it's all the same division, Division 1A or whatever they call it now? It's all Division 1A. If you're Cincinnati and you go undefeated and you have a, how can you, how, what case can there possibly be that, like, yeah, the team that lost the game in the same Division 1A. Yeah, they're still better because we know it deep down in our in our hearts we get. It's like, what else can we do? We went undefeated. You got to put us into the Final Four, right? Argue against that, Bumper. Yeah, no, that's why I'm playing college football and not on the committee. Uh, we'll leave that to smart guys. <laughs> <laughs> Bumper, do people, do your teammates talk about this as much as we do? Idiots like us talk about this? Or is it just like, hey, we, let's just beat who's in front of us? I mean, the season's so long. Or you, so do you long. rank them in your heads? Yeah, right. The season's so long where it's got to be, you know, I mean, you're just thinking about next week. You know, you can't even think about the playoff because that's, you know, so far away. You got so much work to do, honestly, to even get to that point. But honestly, like, we, you know, we lost to Georgia. Um, but, you know, we're still undefeated in the West. So, we still got all of our goals uh, that we want to reach. And so we should take it, you know, one week by week and uh, start with Ole Miss. Listen, that, that's nice that you have goals, but to make Damashek here happy, you should get talking with your coach and the athletic director and have Arkansas secede from the SEC and join the MAC. And then you'll run the table. You'll go 12 and 0, and there'll be no doubt. You'll get one vote from Dave, who has actually doesn't have a vote. <laughs> I don't have one, right? But, but yeah. let's—that's what you should talk about. You should start campaigning on. You know, one hand washes the other. Pool. You know, you're you're making a little bank now. Now you got to help your pal Dave out and get him onto the. Uh, that's on, true. On the committee here. He's a rich, rich um, man. Absolutely. What do you um, does does Matt Corral from what you've seen in studying him so far is is this going to be the suppose maybe the best QB you'll see all season as much as you can gauge that in advance? Well, I mean. Yes and no. I mean, he's going to be a great challenge, but you know, we play in the SEC where every quarterback that we face is going to be good. You know, Bama's got a good quarterback. Um, but, yeah, up to this point, he's going to be one of the best we've played, and uh, we're, uh, we're excited to see what he's going to be about. I want to ask, going to, going to Arkansas, did, it, did that factor in, like, the idea that if you went to a smaller school like a Cincinnati or a non-Power 5 school and you went undefeated? If, you go, if you're Arkansas and you're undefeated, you're going to be in the playoff, right, because you mm-hmm. won the SEC. Is that, did that factor in when you were making your decision to go to Arkansas, like the idea that if we go undefeated, we're, we'll be rewarded for it? Well, I think, you know, you look at the same thing with, like, recruits want to go to the NFL. Um, everybody knows that the scouts and everybody, they favor the SEC just because of the talent that's there. So any kid that wants to, you know, make it to the next level, I think you look at it like, if I go to the SEC, do well, I have a better shot than having to be an All-American in a smaller conference, which is a lot harder to do, um, to get my exposure and to, to be able to get to the NFL. So, but yeah, to answer your question, that probably was a, a factor as well. What was it like with the family breakdown? How, how many schools were you considering at the time? Do you even remember? You know, I had um, I had a bunch of different offers like Bama and Michigan and A&M, but, you know, I had family ties to Arkansas. So for me, it was kind of like, where do I feel most comfortable? And um, Arkansas was like home, to be honest. That's really it. I think we that's it, the- it's a lot of people's answers, right? Like you don't want your family to disown you. And Arkansas is pretty damn good. So why not? Oh, yeah. listen, Bumper's savvier than just that, Sal. I, he's playing the long game. You mentioned it before. Who else went to Arkansas? Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. That's who. It <laughs> is Bumper. Yeah. Bumper, uh, we heard news after we kibitzed uh, last week. That you know that that there were photos taken. We got you know we got all those sorts of stuff. Right. You're you're pretty entrenched there with the with the Dallas Cowboys short term future. I feel. Well, like. hold on, we don't have to read into it. They they dropped Jalen say. Smith yesterday to make room for Bumper. I mean that's basically. Van Der Esch, no on. fifth year exception. Yeah, linebackers <laughs> are right. 
just promise that me work. you won't. Just <laughs> promise me you won't take number nine when uh, you go to Dallas, uh, bumper. That's uh, just uh, if you can make us one that's, promise. That's that's for Tony Romo. Sure. Okay, there you go. See, he knows how it works. All right, bumper. Now we asked you to make a video. Like I said, we love your name. We uh, we don't love our name as much, but we wanted you to try to get it out there. Extra points. We asked that you play the podcast, maybe the one that you were on last week, in front of uh, friends or family or in the dining hall or in the locker room. And I think we have a video here. Do we we have it, fellas? All right, so uh, we're going to play that. We're going to post that on Twitter. But it basically, you handed the phone. I think your phone to a few players. Is that in the locker room or or those friends? What what who were those people? Um, I don't know if I can say where exactly it is at. Oh, okay, um, but yeah, no, those were uh, close close friends. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, yeah, I was like, hey, Google this podcast, look it up for me. And I was going around, I mean, just kind of snapping little uh, videos and nice. And uh, yeah, and what, no, what was uh, what was the takeaway? I mean, maybe maybe they just listened to the opening part there, or maybe did anyone like it? Or like, what, <laughs> dude, what the hell are you doing to me? I, I'm busy here. What what were some of the comments? Well, they asked kind of like what. They saw kind of like I was going to deal with the podcast. And I was like, hey, this is the podcast. Give it a listen. There's mm-hmm. honestly some funny stuff. I mean, I saw like Tyson Fury was on the deal yeah. uh, on your question. That was huge. I mean, we got a bunch of Tyson Fury fans. And um, so they were like, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll be in the video. I'm like, well, you might be on the internet. So I'm like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Well, that's great. Uh, what do you think, Shaq? Right, that's a good start, right? We well, I, I just listening. want Bumper. I want Bumper to understand this is a no jive zone, and if any of your pals or you even feel like, hey, the guy with the annoying voice, he needs to talk less. Just say it. You know, I can yeah. take it. Go ahead. That's I didn't, I didn't get any comments. Hurt my feelings. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Good. Good. That's a victory. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> All right, Bumper, we will check in with you. Thanks so much, and I appreciate the video. This is good. This is going well. I'm going to check, you know, because regionally we could see how well we're doing. And uh, our numbers in Arkansas, if they go up, Ooh. this is uh, terrific. It's a terrific relationship. Already. Right, I got a little, got some benchmarks to hit. There you go. There you go. Bumper pool. Let's take uh, over the SEC region of Sports America, you know? Let's Who's claimed it. it, Sal? Nobody, really. I think is there anybody doing it. He had 11 tackles last right. week. He's got 49 this year. It's bumper pools. Go corral that Matt fella, and and, uh, and, and let's uh, get some buzz around bumper pool in the Heisman bid. I'm about right? to say, Matt, uh, he could end that Heisman talk right now. Do it. And he could be mm-hmm. up there in the, in the ranks himself. All right, Bumper. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Good luck this week. Thanks, guys. By the way, I saw on FanDuel there is a um, with Cowboys Giants Saquon and Zeke two or more combined touchdowns and 150 or more combined rushing yards. You get plus 450. That's not to say you what? know one, one of them could do most of that, right? Like so, if, sure. even if, if Saquon Say, gets two Saquon touchdowns, Saquon and Zeke two touchdowns and 150 combined rushing yards. Yeah, that's not bad, right? For plus 450, I think Saquon's back a little bit. We know Zeke is getting some carries and getting the goal line carries for sure. He has second in uh, rushing touchdowns in the league. What's the matter, Martin? You don't like that? No, that's, that feels I, – I just can't think of the last 100-yard game that I had seen either one of those guys. They don't need it. They need 75 each. I, the point, uh, But right? that's what I'm – that's what I understand, but I'm saying, like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like that taps out at, like, Saquon with 75 yards, Zeke with 62, oh, and a touchdown. That, that's not good. That doesn't win. That's it's just rushing game. yards, right? Not re- receiving yards. That's hurt. just rushing. Yes, rushing yeah, yards. I don't, I don't know. Touchdowns. That gives me cause for – that will give me a little – all right. All right. Well, I'll we'll tell you what, Sal, you better yeah. get used to the new world order. And that includes the Dallas Cowboys having a good defense. So the yeah. idea that uh, Martin actually kind of gives me pause there is Saquon, Saquon might get 150 total yards through the air and ground. But, man, yeah. I, you know. I don't. The Cowboys are for real. I think so too, as well as offensively. I, I just think it's going to be a very bad week for Eddie Spaghetti. I mean, Notre Dame goes to Virginia Tech, right? And then the, the Yankees yesterday. And I, I, honestly, I'd be a little more nervous about this Giants team if a they hadn't beaten the Saints, snuck up on them. Um, maybe that lights a fire under the Cowboys' ass. And b it's Jason Garrett. I don't know. I don't know that he could put together a game plan, but they'll they'll score like 30, 35 points, which I think they'll need to do. Covering is a different story. It's down to seven. But uh, uh, I think the Cowboys win. Guys like sure. Mike McCarthy understand one thing. Oh, he's bad well, well, for all the slings yeah. and arrows that he perhaps rightly uh, mm-hmm. gets. 
Mm-hmm. Guys like that are all about like, got to win the division. The division games are everything, and that is true. Why are you that making a fun? You're making a, you're, you're making fun of them, but that's exactly your point. In the no, last I'm not. Half hour. I, yeah. You know I love Mike McCarthy. He's I, I asked him once before the Super Bowl what his favorite meat is on his Permanente sandwich, and what his security guards his security guards were trying to get him off the field. They're like, "This is the Super Bowl, man!" Like I'm like, "Hey, coach, uh, coach, what's uh, what's your best uh, meat to put on the Permanentes?" And they were like, oh, uh, uh, like trying to get him away, and he like stopped and he shrugged them both off and he turned around. And he, and he thought for a moment, and uh, then he said, cap. And then he turned and he walked around. He liked the cap of cola. So, you know, he's good with me. But, yeah, I don't I like that. That, that, that shows me that he gets distracted. He shouldn't be distracted by your nonsense. <laughs> he gets distracted by <laughs> clock management, and this is where we get in trouble. He's thinking of cap. Well, he understands. We got to take care of business. Let's yeah. knock down the Giants, and we're that much closer to the inevitable, which is the NFC East title in right. 2020. Oh, man, how great. I tell you what. Bumpers I think on that, that team. I really do think that it's coming down. This is what's go- the fall and the collapse of the Dallas Cowboys. If it happens, which I think it has a better shot than everybody's penciling them no. in to win the division. Everybody's penciling them in to win the like. Pen. I just yeah, yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. people are writing in shock. Exactly. Cap. This is how Mike McCarthy's going to lose his job. This is what's going to happen. He's going to end up getting fired well, because everybody's going to talk about how great this Cowboys team is. Yeah. And I understand the Cowboys are. They're good, but I mean, I don't think I don't think that they're the class of the NFC like apparently the rest of the no, world. No, they don't does. have to be that. They could lose Not. in the first round of the playoffs. I, have, I mean, I, the, 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 no one would be shocked. No one's putting them in the Super Bowl. The Packers are better. The Bucks are still better once they get their defense in order. One, and one the or Rams. two of those West don't teams. get hyperbolic yeah. to make. Yeah, <coughs> right. Yeah, the Cowboys are. What what it is is the context that matters is is that they're infinitely better than the rest of the division that they're in. That's that's the answer. They don't have to be great. Um, Talked about Mike McCarthy. Let's discuss another coach here. This Urban Meyer fiasco. I've not spoken about it with you guys, uh, except maybe Martin a little bit. Uh, I'm going to take the man show approach here and say that. uh, It's just weird that he would say. I've lost the trust of the players. I think like a lot of the players would be like, yeah, go for it, coach. First of all, there's a couple of things here. If they beat the Bengals, if the Bengals miss that field goal and it goes to overtime and the Jags win, is this as big a deal? I say no. Um, great, even though hmm. no, no coach ever stays behind and doesn't fly with them. The second thing is they're like, hey, you got to be more of a, a role model and all this thing. It's like, um, if the guy stayed back, to, and, and there were pictures of him in line uh, waiting to see the many saints of Newark, and I would be pissed at that. I'd be like, what are you doing? This is why you stayed back? You can watch this on TV. No, he's having fun in a, in a bar getting grind on. It made sense. People were saying, oh, this makes no sense that he stayed behind. It's like, uh, yeah, it does. Look, look what's going on. It makes all the sense in the world if that's what you're into. Now he has to square it away with his wife and everybody else, but uh, that's the weird thing. The other thing is that he has doesn't have the trust of the locker room like i don't know i think a lot of these players would be like you you go coach it'd just be a lot different had they been winning or even won that last game right i don't know sal i i, I don't know it, yeah? it's when's the last time you've ever seen a, a nfl head coach in a bar sans jay gruden right and that mm-hmm. picture was from a lot, and they they literally took the picture out with washington was trying to like put him out on the ice flow and send him out like NFL head coaches don't do stuff like this. You want to talk about your quarterback is supposed to be the CE. Like people, when Lamar Jackson came out, can he be the face of an organization? Your head coach is actually the face of your organization. This person is answering all the questions. The idea that like I don't really give a damn that he was in the bar and dancing with the girl, but the idea that it's on camera, that we saw it. And he, and, and yeah. TJ put me onto this on Tuesday on the lemon pepper parlay podcast. He can't not fly back with the team. If you want to stay in Ohio, fly back with the team. Because mm-hmm. we're looking at this like regular people. Fly back with the team. Charter a private jet because you're Urban Meyer. And right. fly back to Ohio if you want to go spend the rest of your weekend with your family. That's fine. I get it. And a friend of mine who was in the Cowboys organization is like, geez, we got blown out by 50 in Lambeau. And even Wade flew back to get fired. You know, like they, they know and it's outrageous and no one's ever seen it before. But I also don't think... It's as big a deal in the locker room as everyone's saying. I just don't. I don't know. I think 
that what's damning is exactly what Martin's talking about and what you're both talking about, which is not getting on the plane and yeah. what the hell. And that's what he stayed back for was to play grab ass, to stick his thumb where the sun don't shine and all that kind that of stuff. That makes sense. The word that we keep hearing is optics. Of, I mean, I don't know if you mean that literally, Martin, about like coaches don't do that. What coaches don't do is get caught on camera doing that's, it. That's what so, I, I mean. mean. Like the idea that we coaches, saw it. The idea that coaches are all bubble wrapped and watching film and uh, getting ready for the next week's opponent at every mm-hmm. waking hour is is naive. You know, obviously they they are uh, are grown ups who go out and do stuff that right. you may tisk tisk at, moralize about, but they still do it. And the the difference is that it is dumb to get caught on camera if you're Urban Meyer. That's the issue. I mean, the again. The marital morality and all that. What? Please, let's let's talk about the the wisdom of being the head man, the face of the franchise, and getting caught like that. What I love though is uh, is the response from the owner that like he's going to have to re-earn our trust. Like what? By not putting his thumb where the sun. I mean, like what? Is there like a thing hanging in the locker room That's now? A, the like, trust days without his thumb not disappearing where it doesn't belong <laughs> uh, in a in a bar. Like like how like how what number does it have to get to? But like three. he's re-earned our trust. Now. Well, three I, or four I think days. the reality <laughs> situation is how much how much does this team trust Urban Meyer already before this incident happened? Before he was went to the True. Urban Meyer Pine House, right? Like he he hired Chris Doyle from Iowa. That didn't work out. He did the whole quarterback competition with Gardner. Gardner Minshew and Trevor Lawrence. One was the first overall pick. The other one not to play on the team anymore. Mm-hmm. He did the Tebow thing. Right. He's, he's walking into meetings. He's kicking like there's reports that he's interrupting his like the the, the skill position coaches and interrupting all the different meetings and trying to just micromanage everything. It doesn't seem like anything is going well. There. All right, maybe I'm. Like, wrong. I just don't. Well, what, what do we think? Do we think because there will be a point of no return, right? So if he makes it like to week nine, they'll be like, ah, there's a month and a half left. Are we going to fire him? So I think if I think it happens soon, or I think he stays. What do you guys? What do you guys feel? He better, they better run off some victories. That'll make everything feel fine. If, if they it, upset for real, the I really, I really do week. think it's. I think it's that simple. They win a few games, people will be mm-hmm. like, "All right, well, maybe we can make this work." They, yeah. they just continue to head south. People are going to be. This is untenable. We can't right. do this. And then you feel bad for the col- for the coaches in the college pipeline who might get an NFL shot. That's going to be like, see. Nick Saban plus this equals you can never hire a college coach for the next decade. All right. Now, there's a sign. The dog, my dog, stupid as they'll all get out, just walk through the room and then walked out. Take the dog. Take the Jags over the Titans. They're going to figure out a way to win. Ooh. That's what it means. I want, right there. If I were to set an over-under of 25 more games coached by uh, Urban Meyer for the Jaguars, do you take the over the oh, right now? 25. <laughs> Who would bet that? that? Be- Who would take the over in that? Well, well I mean, you does say, that you include playoff stay. games? That includes playoff games, right? Yeah. No, yeah so, I mean, I'm, going, I'm going under. I'm going way under. <laughs> no, I'm saying, well, you're talking about either he's going to get fired years. soon or stay, right? No, so yeah, like, no, but no, uh, either way, I think he's gone by the end, uh, after the year. Okay. But do they get a midseason is what I'm thinking. All right, because um, I'm about to say, Urban Meyer is not making it longer than, like, he won't be there listen, in 2022. You, no. We talk about wanting fun and drama and all that in sports. Um, mm-hmm. Let's root. Let's root for a victory for Trevor Lawrence, Urban Meyer, and the Jacksonville Jaguars this weekend because that would be very I think it'll be fun. Because then that real... Yeah, let's, let's root for that. Yeah, that's fine. Um, they have... Uh, what is it? Lions are favored. Fandle.com slash extra points. Go to it. They have... Who will be the first team to win out of these, uh, out of the undefeated teams? I'm going to find this. I got it. Last winless team in 2021. Yeah. The Detroit Lions are minus 180, and the Jacksonville Jaguars are plus 160. Is that accurate? I don't know. Or should it be flipped? Now, based on this week, what do we have? We have the Jaguars play the Titans. They're an absolute mess. And the Lions, they have to be home, aren't they? Are they not home this week? The, the Lions, Lions have the Vikings Oh, yeah, the, the Vikings. Road. All right. Well, they win one of those. Yeah, I guess. I guess... Odds-wise, the Jaguars have a better shot at uh, this week of winning. But I don't know. I still think the Texans are the worst of all those teams, even though they have a win. But um, And I think Goff gets a win in there or two uh, just by accident. I, but I do think in our ever-increasingly pious society, mm-hmm. the residents of Mount Pius would be screaming from the peak 
this week about Dan Campbell's remark. Did you see what he said? That coffee oh, ain't doing it for me anymore. No, that's not, not real. He though. doesn't want to get up to Mount Pius. That wasn't oh, not real. real. No, it was fake. It was fake. Ah, uh, I thought that was completely yeah. believable that, <laughs> no, that he would say something. I, like I that. took it and ran with it for an hour and a half too. I'm like, oh, son of a bitch, <laughs> with the snow and everything. With the, I got to do snow. Yeah, with the snow, I was really like, oh, that's completely believable that he would I crack know. wise like that, I, even though it was a joke. Even if it, even if he said it, it would have been a joke. But anyway, the, the, the whole world has turned into up. an onion headline, <laughs> and uh, especially in the in the coaching ranks of the NFL for sure. Um, it doesn't make sense. Check though, you're hitting well. By the way, I'm killing everybody in our extra points pool. To just the week to week, I get I don't know. I get 12 wins, 11 wins. I think I had 10 this week, so I'm way ahead there. But uh, Sheck, you've done a good job predicting some of these West outcomes. And when you go by division winners, I think six are similar, the same as the preseason. So if you go by division winners. Uh, the Bills are now minus 500. They were a prohibitive favorite to win that division before the season. Not 500, but now they're ahead. The Ravens and Browns, it's so it's such a coin flip. The Ravens are plus 105. Browns plus 110. Going into the season, it was kind of coin flippy, too. The Titans are minus 270. Even though they suck, they lost to the Jets, but everyone else is so bad. So they mm-hmm. were preseason. Uh, we told you that. We definitely talked yeah. about that number of times that the AFC South was going, that 21 was going to equal the NFC East of 2020. I think you worse. could see that yeah. this was going to be, right. This yeah. is going to be a garbage division. I think clearly. so, too. The West, Jack, you picked the Chargers to win. Now, the Chargers beat the Chiefs and then look great Monday night for most of the game, not the end of the third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter when they almost let the Raiders back in. But that defense, more than anything, is spectacular. And we talked about it Monday night at halftime. Uh, Martin, you and I, we, the three of us did. But the Chiefs still favored, minus 105. The two and two Chiefs, minus 105, Shaq. Chargers well, I don't understand it. I mean, I, I the thing that I've been confused by for six months at least is why would the Ravens be um, the bigger favorite? I know it's close, but still over the Browns. Um, at this point, it's strange that the Chargers haven't uh, become the favorite there. But the Chiefs, I, it, it, we're already getting into like that thing where you get swept up in, in the next chapter and how it's going to impact the results come right. New Year's Day and beyond. But all of a sudden, like the Bills and the Chiefs play a big game, a big leverage game for January yeah. now. Bills win that one. Now it feels like it's the to me because I'm still I, I'm consistent with thinking the Chargers are the best team in the conference, but the Bills really, really enter that conversation with a victory against the Chiefs, and then the Chiefs are in some legit peril. They're they're, they're definitely then almost already this. Well, early I don't know if the, the Chargers lose to the Browns. Kind of doomed to be. Not, yeah, I, I get it. But if well, you right. Gain, That's if you the, gain a game are, those are the two games. Game those are the two yeah. biggest games. Right. Right. Yeah, this is everything. What ha- this this really the this week? I think we will look back mm. at, in the wild card round uh, in advance of the wild card and say it all swung that week because right. how these two games between the the four best teams probably in the conference shake out mm-hmm. is going to determine a lot with the seeding that we'll see come January. But I think the Chiefs are probably favored right? just because I mean, nobody. Sure. I mean, people aren't going to try. Like, no one feels good about betting against Patrick Mahomes. I did it for 13 straight weeks, and it was That's successful. But I felt terrible every time because, you know, you just assume that the magic man is going to make it happen. So I think that's really what it boils down to. But I think Monday night, I mean, if you didn't know it already, Justin Herbert can play. He's yeah. like, he's nice. When he's on I, target, and, he's he's putting the ball in people's face masks. He's and ridiculous. I'm, uh, Impressed with that defense, too. So whatever, Heineke, they kept him under yards. They kept Dak under 220 yards. They kept uh, – uh, I I what car didn't get to 200, right? And uh, what was – and Mahomes, they kept him under. Like, they, it's, they're doing fantastic things on defense. The, all, all the West – I mean, you could go crazy with analyzing the West, and you can make a case for any team out of, out of the eight in the AFC and the NFC. But the one thing – Boy, does FanDuel and the sportsbook show Denver Broncos some love. They were plus 156 to not make the playoffs. I love that after they beat the Jets. Now they're still plus 106 to not. I like them not to make the playoffs. I don't think they're one of the teams. What do you think they're over under for wins is right now? The adjusted um, total for wins. Nine? Yeah, maybe eight. Nine and a half. 
You have to go yeah. over nine. Wouldn't you go under? Like, this is a nine and eight team. If they win 10 in that division, that's, that's spectacular. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't get it at all with Denver. I, I'm, I'm just looking, to think I'm, about I'm constantly it. looking at these over Who have they, they haven't played anybody. So, I mean, no, they, they were, it's their, not their crazy to think that they're going to go one and five in their, in their division. Their wins were against right? 0-9 teams going into this week against uh, Baltimore, where they showed no offense. All right, obviously, well, Teddy yeah. Bridgewater was out. Who knows how long he'll be out for. Um, and, uh, well, your Steelers could help my case here, Sheck, by right. winning. They, they were a one-point underdog, one-and-a-half-point. Now they're a one-and-a-half-point favorite. You have to win this game to be taken seriously the rest of the way. You think? Yes, <laughs> I think so. Because I was, looking at, I was looking at their win total. What do you think their win total is? Um, so I thought it was you, or maybe it was Hench asked me a couple days ago. Uh, it's bad. It's like six and a half. It's right? a, it's exactly six and a half. So they, um, you're uh, you're one of the few that are sticking with this team, and yet it's a coin flip against a team that's supposed to win uh, ten games. Listen, I'm not I'm not crazy. The worm turned for me watching the game in Lambeau. You could make uh, a, right, I think, uh, a lot of excuses. As a uh, as a Roethlisberger loyalist, mm. because of the offensive line, that was a, that was a real problem in Lambeau. There were no excuses for the missed uh, passes. You, you know, obviously, you can go back and uh, if you're being overly protective of Roethlisberger, Herbert on down overthrew mm. some passes uh, this past week too. The problem is Roethlisberger missed two probable touchdown passes to Juju plus. Missed some very easy crossers, some some rudimentary type of throws that a pro quarterback has to make. All that being said, this thing about they need to put Mason Rudolph in now is a little loco based on Roethlisberger's contributions to the organization uh, mm -hmm. over his career. He's got to get it right this week against a good defense. He's He must <laughs> win this game. I think he gets that. He's got to start stroking some throws. And I got to tell you, the team is not bad. It really, I, the, the <laughs> Roethlisberger's performance is obscuring the overall team, which is yeah. quietly not doing too badly if they can just get a little bit. I, I the think they're similar to Denver. Spot. I think they're similar to Denver, which is why this is basically a pick em. Um, But uh, yes, I think both teams need to get going with this game uh, to prove that they're they're a contender. And the, I mean, I still think nine and eight gets a, gets a playoff bid. Even in the AFC, everyone thought it was uh, so mighty. Oh, we'll Here's see. what I'll say to you without getting too deep on, on the this team that's one and three that uh, probably is irrelevant to most human beings. But mm -hmm. I will say this. If, and these are big ifs, if they beat Denver and then they come back at home in Hines and beat the Seahawks, who is a, not a great team, go into the bye, <laughs> all rested up, figure out the rest of the path. Hey, we're on a little roll here. We're starting to put things together. We're too... You got to buy my premise that they buy, they win two in a row. People yeah. will feel much better about things. Now, all of a sudden, with the Chargers beating the Browns in Los Angeles this week, right. now the Browns are right there. The Bengals wow, should yeah. I mean, lose this week. All of a sudden, you're predicting like a parlay that pays about 15 to one right now with all these the Browns losing right. this one. All right. I'm just, ma I'm just making the case that Tomlin yeah. is trying to make, which is. Sure. You can it, declare the season over, but it doesn't have to be if yeah, it yeah. breaks this way. So what's, what's it going to say? Yep, season's over with. Let's go with Dwayne no, Haskins, no. everybody. We're done anyway, so may as well see what we got for next year. No, I get it. A, a way to rationalize them being good is them winning games uh, the next few games. That That's makes right. Sense. Well, that okay, so we agree. <laughs> I mean, but real, uh, watching, like thinking about this game going forward, I just think about how Denver had a quarterback and Drew Locke and said, you know what, we're going to bring in some competition. Let's see if Teddy Bridgewater's been a starter in this league. Let's see if he wins his job. What? What are you shaking your head about? I'm just saying, it seems as if Denver upgraded in their quarterback room and it's going to, it may pay off this week as Teddy's out with a concussion. You already. I want to, I want to, babyface Joel Solomon, jump in here real quick because you're a Steelers fan. I mean, D Dave, we've talked about this for weeks. If the, if the team is good, we all agree the team is good, and there's a lot of season left, but we all know what the glaring problem is. Why don't you uh, fix that problem? Because well, I, the fix is what? That, the thing Martin is hitting at with Denver and, they and all this talk about where was the succession plan? The Steelers failed. 
the only thing I can tell you is, well, first of all, go back and listen to minus three with Jason Luck and four this week. I, I mean, because we talked about we talked. I'm about not going to do like that now. Up. We have like 10 minutes left in the podcast. We're going to stop and listen to Jason Luck and four. You know what? Let's wrap up the podcast. Okay. And then you should go listen at your leisure. Uh, Martin, I've been saying this do. all season. I've been saying this since January. I've mm. not changed my tune. I'm not to do it. There was no reasonable alternative. That well, well, hold remains on the case. That's you can't it. say that and also say we've hit quarterback saturation where there's a hundred good guys we could put in there. Like there, there's an alternative. If you hit saturation, that means there's someone being oversaturated. Pick off. I don't know how you did in chemistry or whatever that would be, but saturation means we've we've hit our limit and everybody is taken care of, right? In terms of the NFL ranks, and you still trot out a quarterback who can't move to his right on a you know when he's getting chased by to the left. I don't, I don't get it. Like, where's the saturation? And you had no no other option. There, I mean, listen, Roethlisberger, given the contract and the situation that they were in, there was no move that they could move make it's not to get out said, from counselor. under that deal. You said, if I order a code red, people listen. If you, and, okay. I Because I feel like this is a, because you know, for real, I feel like this is a 15, 20 minute conversation. And if oh, for Eddie Spaghetti's ears only. Yeah. Um, and my parents, who I know are listening, right. and I don't, I'm not sure who else. Um, it, uh, you've heard me say this ad nauseum. Uh-huh. There, there just was no way out from under that. That QB saturation is the answer. That's the happy ending for everybody here that who's wringing their hands. What are they going to do? What's Pittsburgh going to do? Is this going to be like Terry Bradshaw to Ben Roethlisberger? Doesn't it? Yeah. Everybody remember Bobby Brister and Mark Malone? They were terrible. Dude, we go. Pittsburgh's going to be like that for another 25 years now. No, there are quarterbacks all over the place in college. There are many quarterbacks with first round pedigree. Well, we'll Derek see. Carr, this could Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, on down, those are names that could be okay. in play next spring. There will be an answer for that. This time, there were quarterbacks out there. Could the Steelers get them, though, reasonably? No. So they rolled with the future Hall of Famer. One last go-round. Why can't they get that? They got, if he they got Minka Fitzpatrick for a first-rounder. Like, you could trade to get better, go up in the draft, right? Like, you, that, that is one alternate way to go about No, this, the right? Minka deal is, the, actually, it's because of the Minka deal that made it so that All they right. couldn't trade up to get Roethlisberger. What I do advocate, though, is, and this solves two issues, if you like Jordan Love and you're Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin, offer a second to the Packers. Now, the Packers Good. are in great shape because, like, look, now see, Aaron, we did it. Are we done now with this with now, this I, ugly stuff? I see it from the we, Packers' perspective because they don't want him, but uh, good luck arguing quarterback saturation when Jordan Love is taking snaps for the Steelers for the next three years. So that'll be, that'll be fun to see how you spin that. Anyway, let's move to Thursday. FanDuel Sportsbook wants you to get the most out of every NFL game day. That's why they're giving everyone a $10 risk-free bet every week. All you have to do is bet a same-game parlay with three legs or more. And if your bet doesn't win, FanDuel will pay you back up to $10. What was that? I got almost 50000 to one. Or I'm sorry, plus 50000 on that same-game parlay. Just keep hitting them. Yes. Make it with the Rams and the Seahawks this Thursday night. Stafford over passing yards, maybe. Rams over total points. Rams by the spread. You can put it all together. Same game parlay. Fast payouts. Easy to use. Safe and secure. America's number one sports book. There's no feeling like nailing a same game parlay bet. So lock in your bet today on FanDuel Sportsbook. And if you're new to FanDuel, they are offering a risk-free $1,000 bet if you prefer that. Just sign up with promo code ExtraPoints, and if your first bet loses, you get up to $1,000 back in site credit. That's promo code ExtraPoints. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit Fandle.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. The Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. Visit www. .1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 533-42 in Arizona. Now the Thursday night game, guys. I'm sorry, I can't pick it here. I'm contracted to do it on Fox. I'm not contracted to win as many games in a row as I have, nine in a row, and then they pulled the plug on the season. I don't know why they did it. This year they added a week. That's how good I was. They added a week to the schedule. Hmm. But anyway, I'm going for go. 10 in a row. The pregame show Thursday night. Take a listen, take a watch. I'll give that out then. But check who are you going with? The Rams all of a sudden 
a two and a half point favorite, unless this changed in the last hour. Rams at Seattle, two and a half point favorite, 54 and a half is the over under. My God, as bad as they looked last week and as good as Seattle looked, maybe trying to lure you in here. Two and a half will make you laugh. I, Where are you going I, with? I, the two and a half is interesting, but it's, by the way, the, the big picture for pro football this season is the complete irrelevance of home field it's really weird right. the you know the say the chargers are given a a, a a point and a half there and like what why would that well because the you know the visitors always have by the way that is uniquely southern california i love that the raiders fans outweighed the the chargers fans that's to be celebrated not the not to be worried about if you're the chargers that's cool anyhow mm-hmm. um i like the the rams neutral site in seattle raining sunny whatever i will take the rams i do not like uh, the the seahawks defense just because they beat a a transitioning team in-game injury to the Niners QB and all of that give me the Rams and as far as in the spirit of the the same game parlay Robert Woods plus 130 to get a touchdown that's a Mm. nice leg dad or bet uh, independently Sean McVay basically told you this um, this week by saying we got to get Robert Woods more involved in the offense what do you think is going to happen Robert Woods is going to get more involved in the offense touchdown yeah Always a fun game. All these West games are going to be good. And by the way, you had Arizona. to You like them this year. They're plus 160 now to win that division. Those teams are just going to beat the hell out of each other all year. That's I expect right. the same uh, of this Thursday night game. The only thing I'll say is 12th man. Seahawks 7-1 and one last year at home without any fans. Eh, they lost their first one to Tennessee. Oh, my God. Sal picked the Seahawks. He's contra- uh, he broke his contract. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. That's the, I said that's the only thing I'll say. Martin, which way are you going uh, here? <laughs> I uh, I think I'm going with the Rams here. I'm, mm. I'm probably going to take the Rams and I'll take the two and a half. It makes me feel better that it's not three. Um, right. But I just feel like Russell Wilson's incredible. Don't get me wrong. That, like Seahawks defense is, leaves much to be desired, but the Rams came out. And I don't feel like they've really played. Like they beat the Buccaneers and they beat them pretty handily, but they haven't played really up to snuff in the last two weeks. Obviously getting handled by Arizona. Um, I just don't see Sean McVay going into Seattle. I feel like they have a good plan for Russell Wilson defensively mm-hmm. that Kyler is just too fast. Like that third and 16, he's just too fast for Kenny right. Young to make the tackle. Russell Wilson doesn't have that level, same level of speed. I think the Rams defense bounces back. To, uh, All right. Night. I mean, this was a playoff game last year, right? The Rams went in there. Goff started it. Right. Is that how it is? You busted up his thumb and Wolford won that game in Seattle. Was it Wolford? I think that's how it I, went. Yeah, that was a wild right. card round. That was yeah. that guy's name. No, he got hurt. No, you have it backwards. Like he, he, he got hurt backwards. or Goff got hurt. Uh, did I get a bad? Yeah, Go- he got. Oh, he right. Goff got hurt at the end of the season. Goff got hurt the at the end of the season and broke his thumb. And right. then three weeks later was the backup quarterback who was also active for the game, which was odd. John Wolford starts. Right. He had to go to the hospital. Broken that's thumb, Jared right. Goff comes in and okay. they win. And I, tell, I was telling people at the time. That's how you knew Jared Goff was available. No starting quarterback is going to be the backup if he's healthy and able to play. Right. Yeah. McVay uh, had been hey, done with him by then. Yeah. I really should do the research. See? You're right. I'm, I'm, I'm asked to pick games on network television. I should know this, Martin. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. speaking of being Mr. Network TV, then you know the, uh, the intricacies of the flex rule for prime time on SNF. When... Can they, how early? Because they bumped it up this year, didn't they? You can you can flex out of yeah. certain games. If the Seahawks lose this one, and the Steelers lose to the Broncos, I think you would want to apply that if you're NBC to the following Sunday night. That game is supposed to be in, um, in on, on national TV. In, I know I they moved the it up early because, um, well, mainly because they, I don't think they said as much because the Aaron Rodgers confusion, right? They had the Packers all over the place. And they wanted to be able to throw Denver in if they could. But um, uh, let me see. And we, uh, it Flex starts week 11, 11 through 18. Oh, it's that. Oh, I thought that they could bump it up earlier than that. Additionally, in weeks five through 10, flexing scheduling may be used in no more than two weeks. Oh, okay. That well, that would be the true. one. If, they, so if Seahawks right and Steelers both lose this week, you would not want that game, would you? Yeah. No, you wouldn't. I just don't know. Understand what I just read. It seems to conflict with uh, the two statements. Right. Unless at halftime of that game, they're like, you know what? 
Yeah. Russell, guess what? You're traded to the Steelers because that right. is what's going to happen. He's not going to wind up maybe with the Steelers, but this is Russ's last year in Seattle. <laughs> All right. Hear me now. Believe me later. This is it. He's done there. This thing is going to go south in Seattle. He's going to be one guy? of the big-name guys on the market. And Jason Luck and Fora, you're going to listen to this in a little bit as soon as we stop That's here. That's right. He forecasted Aaron Rodgers to Seattle. How about that? Mm -hmm. I heard that. Wow. All right, let's stop, and I'm going to listen to it, even though I already listened to it. I'm going to listen again. That's minus three. Thank you. You could hear Dave Damashek, you could hear Spaghetti, Jason Lock and Four, you could hear Martin Weiss and TJ Hushmanzada on the Lemon Pepper Parlay podcast. Uh, the Against All Odds crew and I will be going at it tonight about the Thursday night game and other stuff. What else do we have, uh, Babyface Joel Salmon? That's it. Check out extrapoints.com slash arcade. You get all free to play games. Baseball, yeah. Make the baseball bets on the arcade. Do that and uh, and go to fandle.com slash extrapoints for all your sports gambling needs taken care of there. And just a reminder for everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites.